as we've been uh, looking at principles for life of various individual uh, i think it's uh, the correct time for us to do a book review of a book that can help us in developing our own life principles and in reflecting on all these lessons and the book review that we're doing today is on the book by Carl Newport called So Good They Can't Ignore You. So this book was written in 2012. It basically uh, comes with a, a, a bit of a new idea of a, becoming a craftsman instead of uh, following the popular passion trap that a lot of people fall into, especially people when they are younger. So instead of looking at the whole passion trap, uh, it looks at more realistic, practical ways to succeed and be satisfied with your career. And basically emphasizes how you should learn to develop rare and valuable skills that great jobs require. And how to learn to parlay those skills in order to con- uh, to have a sense of control and autonomy in your work which is a must for job satisfaction as various studies have shown that three things basically makes people actually happy at their job number one is a sense of autonomy that element of control over your time number two it's competence feeling that you are good at your job and number three is relatedness your relationship and the way you relate with the people uh, in the workplace. Those things do contribute a lot towards people's happiness. Imagine being in a place where all of the people around you are super, super toxic. So there's a few ideas. Uh, Idea number one, key idea number one is that passion is real. And striving for a job you're passionate about often leads to unhappiness and dissatisfaction and he basically talks about the passion hypothesis that is taught by a lot of uh, life coaches and authors urges individuals to do what they love and the gist of their talks is basically find your passion first then meaningful work will appear at your fingertips but is passion necessarily the right path so often he mentions the point that real passion that coincides with professional possibilities is very rare uh, nowadays and it's funny how so many people are actually vying for that because there's a lot of things that you are passionate about but they will frustrate you because no one is willing to pay they're not really in demand and and the societies in which we find ourselves in. So, a lot of people who tend to have that passion mindset often switch jobs frequently. Switch and switch and switch and switch and switch jobs because they feel like, no, I'm not as passionate about this. I thought I liked this. Then they do things like that and time and time again, they end up very dissatisfied in life because of that. And he mentions various individuals, like a Buddhist monk, who thought being a monk would help him. And doing, and we actually find out, you know, this actual passion hypothesis doesn't work. And it's very rare for someone who has a certain passion to make a great 
uh, income for it. It's typically the sports stars and the entertainers and such. And the key idea number two is basically saying, don't do what you love, but learn to love what you do by acquiring mastery, autonomy, and relatedness. And I already mentioned how mastery, autonomy, and relatedness contribute towards job satisfaction. We all, you know how we all feel when you're really good at doing something. It's so satisfying. And when the people you're working in, the space you're working in is pleasant, and also when you have a degree of control over the job that you're actually doing. Then idea number three, key idea number three is basically adopting a craftsman mindset. And this comes by practicing hard, doing what is called deliberate practice and getting out of your comfort zone. Normally the passion uh, mindset really revolves around what do I really want or what job can give me certain values. Whereas the actual fact is, what job can I add value to? What value can I bring to my job? So the Crawford mindset acknowledges that no matter what field you're in, success is always about quality. And the whole book is premised on a quote that was made by Steve Martin when he said, be so good that they can't ignore you. So the basic idea is that to focus on the quality of your work you're doing now, instead of wondering if it's your true calling or not. And when you're adopting that craftsman mindset, you will not hesitate to do what is necessary to improve the quality of your work. Perhaps the question that can come is, how can you improve the quality of your work? And the things that I mentioned here is number one, something like deliberate practice, which is basically practice that continually stretches one's abilities and which constructive feedback is actually wrought and uh, making various examples of chess players and the whole 10,000 hours during that contributing doing 10,000 hours of deliberate practice in something is actually what makes you an expert and we've all seen in society that when you're an expert of something uh, that's what actually gives you the finances and the freedom that we actually are looking for. So it's not about necessarily practicing more, but deliberate practice actually talks about the ability to practice smarter and to identify when you're a certain workplace with what skills can set me apart in this place. We've all been in a place where perhaps people are not technologically savvy. Then you acquire certain skills that are not necessarily taught in the company in order to set yourself apart and get more autonomy and also finances which are key to getting the freedom that you actually want. And the fourth idea is, is basically this. In order to get a great job, you must call it career capital by acquiring rare and valuable skills, as I'm saying. And that comes basically by understanding the type of market you're in. So let's say you're in a supply and demand employment market. You'd want the rare if you want a rare and valuable job, you need to be rare and valuable. You need valuable skills and rare skills if you want a rare and valuable job. And these skills basically are what's called career capital and helps you to set up you set yourself apart from individuals. And he mentions various individuals who took that passion idea and didn't have rare valuable skills and the proper career capital 
and they wanted to be independent in the beginning and just doing their own thing and it didn't work then other individuals would develop a set of skills first before they actually ventured in doing perhaps something they're more passionate about while concurrently having a job that actually gets in money proper money every time in which they have rare and valuable skills in so they have rare and valuable jobs in and key idea number 5 is that acquire career capital to maintain control and autonomy in your work as i've said and he mentioned various case studies so the book is written in the form of case studies and key idea number 6 is use the craftsman mindset to find a motivating mission that's a unifying goal for your life the fact that you can only find your true mission when you involve actively in something did we in your job identify a niche uh that you can actually engage in and a mission that brings value uh to society and to that workplace then key idea number 7 is that success in a mission requires making bold bets and standing out from the crowd as we've emphasized before so in summary this key message of the book is said instead of searching for a job that corresponds to your passions learn to love what you do and the first step in doing so is acquiring career capital through deliberate practice and this demands an ad- adoption of a craftsman mindset also it never hurts to have a mission to pursue as it can generally increase your actual job satisfaction so identify the kind of market you in if you are in a winner takes all market abo or you in an auction market that allows for many different approaches to success identify the skills you need to succeed in a diff in your given field keep control traps in mind when making important decisions about your work because as i was saying sometimes they'll give you a raise and the more responsibility you get the less freedom you have find your mission and do background research in the field regularly that can be something that can actually help you a lot